0: Hi love, I'm Nicole Weston and you are listening to Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. In this community, we focus on creating a safe and sacred space for us to cultivate loving, gentle, and compassionate relationships with ourselves first so that we can be present in our relationships with our partner and children and be the best mom we can be. Hi everyone, today I am so excited because we are sitting down With Samantha King, an absolute mom boss. I am so excited to dive into this conversation with you, but first let me tell you a little bit about her. Samantha is a sales strategist and a business mentor and she is passionate about helping busy moms like herself get on track in business, identify and map out opportunities to boost their sales and work with them to implement the systems and processes within their businesses that they need to truly level up and Ro. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Samantha, for being here. Thank you. How are thank you?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm so good. I am so excited to dive in and talk all about what redefining motherhood is all about for you. And we've had some chats mm-hmm. about, you know, your journey and and what it means to be a mother on your terms. And so can mm-hmm. you just tell our listeners a little bit about your journey and, and you know why this is so important for you today?
1: It's so important to me because, um, and and we'll talk a little bit too about, about some of the values that I hold around motherhood at later, but it's really important to me that those of us who can share their stories and who can talk about their stories, no matter what they are, but especially around motherhood, really, I encourage you to do so because it, it, it's from others seeing and hearing your stories that we realize that we're not alone in motherhood. And this really... This really rang true for me um after I had postpartum anxiety with my with my first child who's about to turn nine and it didn't it didn't hit till she was about a year old okay so, so it was really like what's going on here, and the reason it's it was such a powerful moment for me was you know i had it wasn't when we say a year in Canada here, typically a year, eighteen months women go back to hmm. work. I had actually been back to work since she was four weeks old because I was the supply teacher, I had to get in my days and that kind of Got stuff. It. Um and so so at 12 months it was kind of like what is going on here? And it was actually something that had me really reevaluating my role in the teaching world. And I actually mm. stepped out of that world because of the the anxiety. I just couldn't get into the classroom. And so mm. that was kind of the first redirection into the path that I'm on. But when Max, my second, was three days old, I had depression, anxiety, like the whole thing. And, and every child is different. Every pregnancy is different. And mm-hmm. this one was not only different, but it was a lot more intense. Right. And, you know, to the point where, you know, he was about three before I really felt any, any major, like, love connection right. with him. Mm-hmm. But I would, like, wait outside the bathroom door for my husband to come out just like absolutely terrified that either one of my children were going to like need something from me or look at me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it was a very, I, I didn't have the example of, of of parenting that I want, of the parent I wanted to be as a child, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these were very hard things for me to go through. And I think we, you know, what when it gets like that, where you feel that disconnect from your child or, you know, the depression and the anxiety that follows or that comes with it, it's, it's hard for us as mothers because we don't think that's what we're supposed to be feeling. It's not what we, you know, and I'm using quotation marks (laughs) for those who can't see, but like what we see as motherhood and and that comparison can, can really make what we're going through worse. And Mm -hmm. it's a comparison that isn't, necessarily valuable because everybody's like it's really a body a hormonal thing that you're going through oh it's right? it's total yeah total physical hormones and so everybody's body reacts differently and i find when i share just a little bit of my story i always have women message me behind the scenes mm. You know, I thought it was just me. I didn't know what was happening to me when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I let women know is that, like, I, I took the medication. I needed right. it. It made Absolutely. me better parent. So I went for it. Yeah. Um, you know, and they thanked me for sharing that. And that's why I think it's important for podcasts like this and experiences like what you provide for local moms in the community to exist, because mm-hmm. that's how we are going to affect real change. just by sharing those stories, if, you, if we can. If we can. And, and, you know, and that's, what's really important. So there's
0: so many amazing, you know, parts of that story that I want to dive into, but just to share with our listeners, right? Like what's so important as moms is I think we're so bombarded with social media and it's instant, right? Everything Mm -hmm. is like, I need to capture everything as it's happening in this moment. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the illusion that um, that's actually not true. Um, we're actually sharing the best parts of what's going on because Mm -hmm. to even share the hard stuff can be absolutely scary and terrifying. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to even, I mean, I don't think we really have the platforms to share that. I don't think we've learned any of that in school. And so we're not going to do it on social. But then when it's our first time in the game of motherhood, Mm -hmm. what we're looking at is actually not real. So we're actually comparing apples and oranges. Like they they don't actually even belong Mm -hmm. in the same thing. So what I find is so powerful is that in this space today, it is safe and it is sacred. But to share with our listeners that you have done your work and you are in a space of like sharing from a place of your scars and not your wounds, that this is something Mm -hmm. that you are in alignment with in sharing, Mm -hmm. right? And I think important because it's not to say that that's you know we all have stuff going on mm-hmm. of we do absolutely and that's what makes us human but i think what's really cool is that we can create this space to talk about the early days or
1: yeah your daughter is nine like what know, right what like that's absolutely crazy and not every day like we come i think one of the things too is when we talk about you know coming from a place of scars and not wounds. It's important for those listening to remember that like you can't we can't compare our first step to somebody else's 10th yeah. step or 100th step, you know what I mean? And we've all come from different places and you know your journey is your journey and it's exactly mm-hmm. that. And that's mm-hmm. something I've learned right. along the way and I think one of the reasons that was and it was just in the last year so think about that. My daughter is 9, right? And just in the last year to 18 months, I want to say, um, I've been doing some some more work on myself because, I mean, I'm a work in progress, mm-hmm. but really realizing that one of the struggles I had as a mother was I tried to um, get back to the person I was before I had the baby, especially <sighs> yes. with your first, right? Yes, you always yes. feel like, you know, I used to be able to find 10 hours to go to the gym or you know if you know me binge watch television but like whatever whatever it is that you love to do and you're like what is wrong with me why can't i do this yep. and and i think it's important for us to realize that that person who you were before you came a mother she's in there somewhere but she's evolved she's changed yes. you are never going to be her again yes. because you're going to be this new person who wears mm-hmm. a new hat yeah and so rather than and i found this was part of my my issue was rather than beating ourselves up because we can't be that person anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's taken me a long time to realize one, that I was doing it. And mm. two, to say, Hey, okay, so who am I now? Yes. Right. And, and yes. what does that mean for me in this present moment? Um, and it's something, like I said, it's something that I've, I've worked on for years and it can take time to even realize that it's something you doing because well and and
0: but I think so many of us can relate I know I can relate to all of that I think one of my biggest breakthroughs was when I did do that inner work and I was like what is this block like what what am I what am I up against here because you know like you know everything else that's happening outside of me is just that but what is going on like what is the battle that I'm facing and it truly was this experience of me trying to get back to who I was and what I did and how I identified you know my my meaning in life and who I chose to show up as, and I remember in the first like seven months for sure they were mm-hmm. so dark in that world. I was in mm-hmm. pure love and pure gratitude and joy uh, for everything, but I think the the darkness came with like who am I now, mm-hmm. and, and who am I supposed to be to this little one, and who am I supposed to be to my partner? And I remember having a really um, important conversation with one of my girlfriends, you know, probably within the first two weeks, and her saying like it's okay to grieve like what was like, cause you, mm-hmm. it's okay. It doesn't make you less of a woman or a mother mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that you're not really grateful for what's happening, but like you're human. Right. And life is really different now, but like you had said, we don't see that anywhere and people aren't openly talking about
1: it mm-hmm. because the spaces aren't safe enough to do so. Mm-hmm. And, without, without fear of, of judgment or, yes. or, or mom shaming as I thought, yeah. because, you know, it, it's interesting that you say like that was your darkness. My darkness was different, right? Yeah, I was, I was absolutely. struggling. I was struggling to be full of love and gratitude and all of right. these things that I knew I should be. And right. I think that's it's important for each one of us to realize that you know our bodies have changed. Our bodies are still changing, right? Like mm-hmm. after you have the baby, it doesn't like your body then, then starts to transition. Back. B- no. It starts to transition back, but it's still different, right? Yeah, it's like the different whole than it was. was What
0: what do they call it? The motherboard for a reason? Like the whole motherboard is completely rewired.
1: Right. Everything is different. The way you do things, the way you look at the world, like just everything shifts when you become a parent. And I think my husband would say like that kind of stuff shifted for him too, but we're going through it physically. Physically. Yeah. On top of that spiritual and mental and emotional like epiphanies that you may be having. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, we have to, everybody's going to go through it differently.
2: Yeah.
1: And my darkness was different than your darkness, which is, and is different than the next person's darkness. And, and I think it's important what you said to be able to say like to grieve that things have Mm -hmm. changed Mm -hmm. and that it's okay
0: to grieve. Like grieving doesn't mean that we're doing something wrong, but in those, in those hours, in those moments, like I experienced postpartum anxiety fear was the only like that's how I just saw life it was like I can't go down the stairs I can't do this like like if I do this then this is going to happen and it really again I I link it back to my identity like what's important to me and who who am I now and I heard you say that too right I heard you say um you know, you didn't have the example of the parent that you wanted to be. So can you share with us like what that means for you and how you even became aware of that?
1: I think, you know, for me, I was always aware of that because my childhood was not necessarily the the happiest of them. And my parents did the best that they could. And I mean, we all have, we all have stories, right? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. that's just life and, and parenthood as we know, right. right. Um, but to me, that really like i knew what i didn't want to do and the reason right. i identified so much with that as i was as now because again i didn't notice that going through but now i identify with that so much because part of my darkness was was doing and and um doing and feeling things that i thought you know this is how my, this is how my parents might have done it or uh. and and that wasn't how i wanted to do it so right. then you start what you start doing? you compare yourself. a hundred percent. right? Not that my parents were, you know, again, I'm using quotation marks bad parents, but I don't want to be that parent. And right. am I now that parent? because now this is what's happening, and that reminds me of my right. childhood, and we go into this whole spiral. And rather than just accepting and saying, you know, we're doing the best that we can, just like I can say my uh, now after Mm -hmm. doing work and, and moving through it, I can say my parents did the best they could with what they had. Right. Um, In that moment, our body is just, and our mind is just telling us where all these signals are coming off and and it's telling us all the worst things, right? And that's that's something, you know, through your your self-love work that you do with with your clients and stuff, that idea that like, we've got this voice in our head, whatever you want to call him or her, Mm -hmm. and they have no problem (laughs) shouting out our worst fears. And it was really, you know, opening and communicating with my partner and him saying like, no, like you are not, you're not going down that road. You're struggling. Right. But here are three ways that you're still doing better right. than you think you are.
0: Right. And I would say that having that sounding board and having that, that strength, right? Whether that isn't our partner or best friend or, you know, in some one, in some form, I think that person that can say to us, like, I hear you. And I see you, but this is so far from the truth. And I think in terms of anxiety, that anxiety mindset, it's really helpful to be able to have that check. Like, yeah, like I remember one of my friends saying to me, like, um, when they get in an airplane, they okay. absolutely just are completely comfortable and they, they don't think they don't second guess a thing. The turbulence they feel, they're like, yeah, cool. We're like in a boat riding through waves. And I remember okay. thinking, sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't run this entire thing through your mind a thousand times and try to control the pilot, like, to make sure, yeah. like, right? And it's like, he's yeah. like, no, I'm like, okay. Yeah. But it's like, this is where that brain works. And I remember mm-hmm. after having my daughter, everything was amplified at that point. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and your body reacts as if, like, your brain is, and, and and the person, the voice in your head, however you want to call it, your inner voice is is projecting all of this stuff, all of these what-if situations. Oh. Well, your body, and this is something I have since learned through the work that I've done, your body doesn't know that it's like, well, what if? It's a future thing. Your body thinks it's happening to you right now. now. In the present moment. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. for me, there was the anxiety, the peace, there was the guilt as well. <sighs> because of course, remember, I didn't have the childhood that I wanted for my children. And now I was starting, the voice inside was starting to compare mm-hmm. my journey and what was going on with the things that I didn't like about my childhood. Right. Right? And so yep. now the guilt is kicking in. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to have a partner or if it's your best friend or somebody, just talk to somebody, go to your doctor until they'll listen yep. to you if you have yep. to. Um, and I know that not everybody has that. And right. that's why podcasts like this mm-hmm. and, and the platforms that you're creating are, are so important and us sharing our stories are so important because not everybody has the support system, the objective eye to say, look, I know that this is what you're feeling. This is what you're thinking. And, and, I, and, and not to discredit me or not to mm-hmm. um, like try to unvalidate or devalue it. I'm not sure what the word is, but... <laughs> you know, that's not what we want. We want people who are going to say, like you said, I, I, see what you're, I see what you're saying. I hear you, mm-hmm. but here's what I see.
0: Yeah. Like being able to project that lightness mm-hmm. and that, that clarity, because I find like for me, and I can just speak for myself, my experience really truly was, I was just at war with myself. I was at war with, and I say was because that part Like I feel like that initiation into motherhood, I feel like I'm at peace with that place, like at peace Mm -hmm. with that. And I'm now into a whole other transition, but I feel that I have a, um, I, am more in tune with my intuition, not to say that I don't have like really intense days. I am a mother and I am a human. So yeah, we all do. Right. But what I'm saying is I just have a completely different lens now. And I feel like the moment that my water broke, um, Mm -hmm. That's when I disconnected from my intuition, and I found it you know after a while um but I just think it's really important to be able to say, like it's okay, mm-hmm. and if the more that we talk about this, the more that you know even if one mom hears a today and they go, "Oh my gosh, me too, then you know we are creating that safety in that community because we're not seeing it anywhere else no we are and we aren't. and i and I heard you say, and I've heard you say this throughout. And this is why I'm really so grateful that you're here because we share that same. We we really are aware of what our childhood was like, whether good or bad or neutral. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's all about evolving. Mm-hmm. And it's not about blaming, right? Again, mm-hmm. we know our parents have done the best that they can. I'm doing the mm-hmm. best I can, exactly. but we are evolving. And we can't evolve without some pain or some challenges or or some suffering. And I just think my intention, the highest intention is like. We're just not doing it alone.
1: Yeah, I think, and it's very, it's important. And I think too, when we talk about, you know, when we talk about our our parents or our child, they didn't have the same, you know, we, if we're saying that we're not seeing these platforms where we can share and support and come together without guilt and mom shaming, imagine what Mm -hmm. they didn't have. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, people do the best they can and people do what they can with what they have. And I think one of the important things is to remember, um, that everybody's story is different. And, and I think one of the things that happens with, with, especially with motherhood, but just in this era of social, social media and and storytelling that we have is that, you know, if I didn't have this type of, childhood or like my, my story, I've actually heard people say like, well, my, my childhood wasn't as bad as that, or my experience wasn't as bad as that. And I think one of the things we need to acknowledge as human beings, but especially as mothers is that one story doesn't make this worse than that. Like we have to stop, you know what I mean? We have to stop comparing each other. Yes, Your journey is your journey. My journey is my journey. Just because mine was different than yours doesn't define motherhood. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that my life was harder than yours or my yeah. journey through motherhood was harder than yours. That's not the point.
2: Right. The point
1: is, is that we're all in this and we're all having experiences right now. Mm-hmm. And how can we help each other mm. work through those? Right. Right. And I I would
0: absolutely agree with you. It's this, it's the practice of really, truly gratitude, not being grateful for what, you don't have or what someone else doesn't have you know like that steals joy that is not Mm -hmm. gratitude gratitude is about being able to recognize in the moment what is here in the presence not compare i think the second we compare like you had mentioned in gratitude or in story um sharing it, it it's almost like it just deletes that person from saying you're not allowed to be upset about that or i'm not allowed to be upset about that because it's you had it way worse Mm-hmm. Again, we're sitting in that comparison place and mm-hmm. I, I... It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way because like you and I are sitting here, we have, we have had similar experiences and we can identify with a few things here. But at the end of the day, we've had completely different experiences. Mm-hmm. However, I can sit here and see you and hold that space and say, I see you. Yeah. And it and- sucked or it probably sucks or
1: whatever, but they're like, we're doing it. That's and we're right. <laughs> and that's what we need. And that's what we need to do more of, yeah. right? We need to be, we need to do less judging. We need to do less comparing. Um, comparing, less shaming, because I feel like what happens is, especially as mothers, and I saw this a lot when I first had Penny, because it was a lot of first time moms, mm-hmm. but there was that idea um, that, you know, if you're doing it differently, then maybe I'm doing it wrong.
2: Yeah. Always and, the question.
0: Always right? That question. And as,
1: as a first-time mother, you're already struggling. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, well, if they're doing it differently, then am I doing it wrong?
2: Mm-hmm. And you
1: start to question yourself. But what I see happen more often than not is as a result of that questioning, I see defensiveness come out. Yeah. You. That's when you see people shaming rather than saying, you're going to do it your way. I'm going to do it my way. And that's okay hmm mm-hmm. it's okay because we can hold space for each other as mothers even though we have differing 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 opinions mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. x y and z
0: yeah and so what I would say and I don't know if you if you would agree with this but I would say that that defensiveness is that protective mechanism mm-hmm. right and it's because we're not feeling safe and we're not mm-hmm. feeling that we're in a space where we can truly let the guard down and and be okay with the fact that like oh my goodness am i doing this wrong and can this person see me like can this person in front of me really honor and accept who i am if i think that i failed or if i think i've done this wrong are they going to say to me it's okay and mm-hmm. will they think i'm still good enough like i think that's the that's like these underlying um, reasons as to why that defense comes up and so i've been there right totally mm-hmm. And even with all of the work that I have been trained in and that I practice, that has become my life. When I hit that transition of, you know, pregnant mom to having a baby, like, Mm -hmm. it was like initiation, start, access code, you're in. And I had to rewire my brain completely again. Mm -hmm. And I'm still absolutely doing that. And so I wonder, in terms of maternal mental health, for me, that is about having the tools to manage our mental and emotional health and know that we're worthy of feeling all of the things.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think one of the important things that I learned along the way um, and, and I, it really kicked into after, you know, Penny went through at 18 months, she was put into early intervention and she started going through the diagnosis for autism. And and that actually went on until she was four. She was assessed twice, but Mm. it's about, you know, understanding with, with my mental health, it was also about boundaries. And that was yes. something I've really struggled with yes. is creating boundaries and be able to, being able to say to my children, like, this is mommy time. Yeah. You need to go upstairs. <laughs> you need to yeah. do something else. And it's, it's, it's that much harder when, when you have children with special needs, I guess you could say, but I feel that any mother mm-hmm. struggles with that. Yeah right whether you're whether you're a special needs mother or not and i think it's important for the people listening to to identify that even if you aren't a special needs mother you you have the right mm-hmm. to feel the way you feel
2: mm-hmm.
1: even if you're not you know you had a perfect or neutral childhood and the person next to you had had not the best childhood you have a right to feel the way you feel yes yes and you should not and you do not need to compare your stories to other people right because yeah i bet you've had as 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 i would i would call you a neurotypical mom because you Mm -hmm. don't have an autistic Mm -hmm. child Mm -hmm. but you likely have also struggled with boundaries i bet and being being able to say you know kiddo it's it's my time like i love you but for Mm -hmm. me it was i love you but It's been three hours of talking about LOL dolls or the Titanic, and I can't, I, I just can't talk about that anymore, right? Right, right. And for another mother, it may be I love you, and we've but we've been playing for the last three hours, and I need a break.
0: Right, and and really being able to feel okay about the boundaries, and and feel completely whole in it, and not carry that guilt, and like really being able to say like in order for me to show up and be my best self, in order for me to have what I need, in order to show up for my family, what is it that I need in this moment? And I think for me, redefining motherhood on our terms is really about flipping that script that I come first Mm -hmm. so that I can show up versus I will give to everyone. And maybe if there's some, you know, left at the end of the day, I'll take it, but I probably won't, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that, in sharing these conversations and having these really safe and sacred spaces, we can start to flip
1: it because it really is a completely different paradigm shift. Wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. And I think there's so many different, I mean, when we say, you know, being taking, being okay with taking what we need to be the best version of ourselves is this is a very big struggle. And I know for me personally, I, I work at home, um, I homeschool my kids.
2: Mm-hmm. For me,
1: working
2: mm-hmm. makes
1: me a better parent. It yes, makes me a I, better mother. Yes. And I, I say, you know, I, I say I have the absolute utmost respect for stay-at-home moms because they, I always, they excel in the things that I, that I don't, right? The baking, mm-hmm. the cooking, the cleaning, like all of those things I don't excel I don't excel at, but they bring a different skill set to their family. They bring a different skill set to their um, children that I feel I bring the same value and skill set as a working mother nice. because I am a better person because I work. I love, yeah. I love working. It, it, make, it lights me up, and I'm fortunate enough to, that it does light me up. Right. But I am a better mother because I work and that takes that took me a long time to realize that, you know, right. I, I just bring different value. And I say the same thing mm. too about mothers who send their kids to school versus homeschooling. It's just a different choice. It's a different lifestyle. And you're just bringing value
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the exact way that you're supposed to for your family
0: right and i love that you talk about values because that's what it Mm -hmm. comes down to the jealousy the comparison the shaming Mm -hmm. the judging i would say that it is it's we're at war with ourselves are we making Mm -hmm. the right decision are we doing this and Mm -hmm. a lot of the work that i focus on is what are our values of motherhood what does that mean what does it mean Mm -hmm. to be a mother because once we align with that like that's what can continue to evolve. That's what we can check in with ourselves on. That's mm-hmm. what's really helped me, to be honest. And again, what you had shared, we all have stories and they're all different. But if we mm-hmm. can just connect on the fact that we have a story, mm-hmm that is how we're going to um, break the silence around shame and break that Mm -hmm. so that it is okay. Like I would say for you, I I can agree. I have the passion and I love working and I, and I Mm -hmm. love, you know, I feel like I have a calling and this is what I'm meant to do. And that comes with boundaries and harmonizing time and Mm -hmm. all of the things. Um, But I'm like, but who else is talking about that? Like, are moms talking about it? Because, like, are they are they are we feeling like we can't talk about it because we shouldn't want to go back to work? Like, so again, mm-hmm. we're in these silos of community and not. And I think to raise a family, raise a child, we need to do this together.
2: So, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna ask you right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We've talked a lot about story sharing. And we've
0: talked a lot about you know sharing our stories so that it's safe to do so. So if you could tell your younger self as a mom, like at any point of the journey, um, if you could give her any words of wisdom of how to show up and be herself and just create the safety, whether that is like asking for what she needs or, you know, having a confidant,
1: what would, you, what would, what would your words of wisdom be for her? If I could go back to like, new mom, Samantha, and, and I've had a couple different read definitions, like when Penny was diagnosed and, Max was di- and then Max was diagnosed with autism. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go back to her and I think one of the things I would definitely say is ask for what you want mm. and set time aside for you and mm. don't feel bad about protecting those boundaries. Yes. Because you need to still be you and you need five minutes to yourself and if that means, you know, you're in the car for five minutes mm-hmm. and the kids are inside with, with your partner or the babysitter or whoever, that's okay. And, and being the mom who needs five minutes or sometimes for me much longer, like a mm. nice massage, yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> does not make you less of a mom. Yes. It makes you human. Yes. And take those five minutes because they're actually going to make you a better mom. Mm-hmm. Because when you come back, you're going to be regenerate. You're going to be regenerated. You're going to feel great, but you're just going to be able to be right. Yeah. Simply be show. You're going to be able to show up for your kids. And it's yes. okay. It's yeah. That time. And I think one of the things too, that, that I would, that I would want her to know is you're going to have, There we have a long way to go, Mm -hmm. and so mom shaming is going to happen. Yep. And I and I can honestly say, like, even though I knew the the parent I didn't want to be from my own childhood, there are still because I have an autistic child, there are still moments where I'm not necessarily the parent I plan to be, but it's the parent my child needs.
2: Yes. Yes. I've
1: had. Yes. I've had guilt. And mm-hmm. mom shaming as a result. And I think what I would want her to know is that she's doing you are doing the best you can. And if there are people out there who are guilting you and shaming you, then I think it's time to to say goodbye to them.
2: Mm, yes. Right? It
1: doesn't make you a quitter, it makes you stronger because you can say, I respect that you're doing it your way. unfortunately I have to not even unfortunately, but unfortunately those two things are different the way I need to do it and the way you need to do it are different. Mm -hmm. And until we can come to a common ground, I'm going to have to say goodbye.
2: Well,
0: and protecting your self worth and who
1: you are and, and, yeah it it is
0: absolutely and and I would agree a hundred thousand million percent it's not about the parent I thought i was it's it's about being the parent my child needs me to be and and I couldn't agree with you more so thank yeah. you so much for sharing that um, I feel like there's so much more we can talk about. Um, your story is so rich in connecting with other moms, and I would love to have you back on for sure. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I think that, you know, hearing your experience with having these very beautiful, brilliant children and how you're managing all the things, but also how you're choosing to show up for them and with them and and what that journey has been like. And I think that would be super um, just needed. I think it's needed. I think those conversations are needed. I think all of this is needed. So I just wanted to have
1: you back. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I'd so, love to come back. You know, this is something that's very near and dear to my heart.
0: I know, and 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 yeah. I, and I, um, as I was reading all of your um stuff, I was like, oh gosh, like we we're gonna have to put a timer on because we're gonna keep going. <laughs> um, but I'm curious if our listeners um have any questions or they want to reach out to you, like you know, like for personal or for whatever it is. Um, You know, I'll post all the links below. But I think you do have something for our listeners today. For I believe moms who are, I, I guess, like
1: business, mo- like entrepreneurs, yes, or just all of us. Like all, I m- think. So what I, you guys can connect with me. It's usually at I am Samantha King on on whatever platforms I'm on, but specifically Twitter, Facebook, Instagram heck even LinkedIn if there's some cool. working mom working moms out there that want to connect with me just let me know this is how you found me mm-hmm. um but I but what I want to give the listeners today is I've got a great workbook comes with a nice little video too cool. um that that is all about getting real about your schedule because I I and it's a cycle for me but I go through these phases where I end up, if I am not getting real about my schedule, I end up feeling overextended and overwhelmed. Absolutely. And so I am sharing with you guys my process and a workbook to help you apply it of how to get real about your schedule. Because it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't until I stopped trying to separate my personal life with my professional life, with my mom life, and really started looking at it all in one calendar That's the overwhelmed and the overextended stop. I have to have everything right in front of me. So I'm going to teach you guys how to do that in this workbook and the accompanying video because I think that it is one of the most powerful things I've learned after having children and Mm. it is, you know, it's how to, it's how to really, because I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe in managing the flows of our lives and this is how I do it. Yes. Yes. This yes. process is how I do it. It's how I keep the harmony in my life. I was just going to say that's
0: something that I strive for on a regular is harmony because I agree the balance is all about zero and we're never going to be balanced in any area. So we're just working towards something we're
1: never going to accomplish. Right? I call it the holy grail. Yeah. <laughs> holy oh. grail of uh, the holy grail of womanhood. I've given right? talks on it. Work life balance, nice. the holy grail of womanhood and it yes. and it is and and when we really think about it and it's something one of my mentors said to me she said you know when you think about balance for i don't know about you but i think of either the scales of justice or a seesaw and have you ever seen them at zero have you right. ever seen them at balance no because that's not how it works it's not how
0: it works and you cannot spin every single plate right you just cannot no. do it one of them is going to drop right uh-huh. and i remember hearing that and like visually seeing it and going yeah, I'm not going to use that word anymore. I'm going to use harmony because harmony gave me freedom. It gave mm-hmm. me presence. It gives me that ability to say, you know, I'm in this moment right now and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I'm not a really good multitasker at all. But here's what I know. Like what you just said, mom life perfect professional life, personal life, yeah, those things need to get on the same calendar. So I am so grateful. I'm sure our listeners will be so grateful too. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And uh, we'll have you back on. But for now, thank you so much. And I am sending you so much love. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am so grateful. I want to invite you to join our Facebook group, Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. You can find the link in the show notes below. And if you want to find more information, more resources, and stories, you can subscribe to our weekly More Than Moms journal. I want you to remember that you are doing the best you can with the resources that you have. You are loved, you are worthy, and you
2: are enough. You got this, mama.